Welcome to Ashley Unscripted, the podcast that's your go-to source for unfiltered, candid conversations about life, love, and all things pop culture. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'll be here to spill the tea, dish out advice, and share personal stories that will make you feel like you're chatting with your best friend at a cozy sleepover. Tune in as we dive into the real talk that matters to you, from navigating the complexities of dating and relationships to dissecting the latest pop culture headlines. No topic is off limits and no filter is needed. The podcast is all about creating a safe, inclusive space where listeners can come to unwind, laugh, and relate. Join me as I share my own experiences, chat with relatable guests, and explore the fascinating world of human connections, all while keeping it light, lighthearted and engaging. Whether you're seeking advice, looking for a fresh perspective, or just want to be a part of a warm, welcoming community, Ashley Unscripted is a podcast that's here to make you feel at home. So grab your favorite snack, settle in, and get ready for a dose of girl talk that's unfiltered as it gets. Remember, you're not alone, and we're in this together. And every episode is like a heart-to-heart conversation with your closest best friend. Welcome to Ashley Unscripted. Hi, guys! Welcome to another episode of Ashley Unscripted. I am so excited to be creating a second episode. I know I've been gone for a very long time. I've had some technical difficulties with recording this podcast, but I think I found some great solutions, so I'm glad to be back. Um, And yeah, so let's just get into it. Um, This week so far, what's today, Thursday? This has been a chill week for me so far, which I'm really grateful for. Some weeks can be very hectic, and some weeks I just love when nothing happens. Every week I have to go into the office because we have a hybrid model at my job. And so unfortunately we have to go into the office. Um, I'm praying that they'll allow us to stay home remotely for my team. But right now we have to go in once a week, which isn't too bad. I know some people have to go in like four days a week and they're calling that hybrid. Like I'm taking off every Friday if that were me. Um, But I actually kind of noticed that whenever I go into the office now, it feels like more of a relief for me than it is of a burden like it is a burden having to wake up really early and drive all the way down into the city to go to work but for me it feels like an escape now because I get to get out the house and actually do something um I never really realized that like how working remotely now really doesn't allow for you to leave the house as often because like I don't know about y'all but I don't have much much of a social life outside of like doing things here and there with like my sister, my friends, my partner. I really don't leave the house that much unless it's to run errands. And so ever since COVID and working remotely for two years and now having to go back into the office one day a week, um, I don't really get to get out of the house and enjoy just being outside. And I don't really miss interacting with people, especially my coworkers. But I don't know, I just kind of realized that like, I just kind of miss being outside. <laughs> around things and just being by myself you know like when you're in the house you're always around somebody and I have just missed being by myself which is really funny because like in college I absolutely hated not say being by myself but like I had such bad anxiety in college um to the point like I was coming home every single weekend and it didn't help that I went to a school within my state and so I was able to come home every weekend but like I felt like I had to be around my family I had to be around specifically my mom and so 
for a very long time I was just really around my mom and my sister and my family just doing whatever they wanted to do but then I think once COVID hit for me that's when things really started switching and I was really craving that independence and so now that things have opened up I won't say that COVID has ended because it hasn't but you know they've dropped all the rules and stuff and so we can go outside and do stuff I've been just wanting to get out and be by myself because now it's gone to the extreme of where I'm around everybody for too long you know it's like sometimes I'm just like I need a break from people I just want to be by myself and so I just really really miss that just being by myself and so going to work now has served as one of those as a way for me to get out of the house and be alone <laughs> like I've missed it so so much um but yeah this week has been going really well um something else I've been trying to do lately I guess ever since this new year is that I've just been wanting to create a lot more content like, I want to get really serious about my content creation journey um, before th um, this year started like I started posting on TikTok a little bit here and there but I kind of felt like I wasn't really that inspired by posting I felt like no one was really watching my stuff and you know I felt really discouraged you know so that's why I just wasn't really posting that much content on TikTok and like people were, were always saying like you have to post every single day on TikTok every single day and you'll get the views you'll get the followers and you can start making this huge career out of it right and that just felt so daunting like I just felt like I can't do that like it's so much like yes it's just filming yourself in front of a camera but sometimes it can be a lot especially when you're trying to create like authentic content it can be a lot to just think of topics to talk about you know like I'm not someone to talk a lot despite having a podcast like I'm not one who talks often so to like pull out my camera and then put my thoughts not just out into the universe but into my camera now to post to the world is it was just different and it was a lot and I was just like you know what this is something that'll never work out for me I basically was just doubting myself like this will never work out for me no one's ever gonna follow me I'm never gonna make a career out of this cause I just don't have that kind of personality that I see a lot of influencers with right and then this year it kind of clicked for me like once I started traveling more um, and kind of stepping into my own I just started realizing that you know I don't have to post content like what others are posting like a lot of people post like the get ready with me people do like daily vlogs and they're so aesthetically pleasing and I wanted my content to look like that but then I kind of took a step back and realized like you know what Ashley you don't live like a quote aesthetically pleasing life you know what I mean like my life is pretty normal and I also don't feel comfortable vlogging where I live so that wasn't going to work out for me um, and the get ready with me is like I'm not like I love fashion and all but I'm not one to buy a bunch of outfits and try them on for people and and like do these hauls of what I bought I also don't wear makeup that often so what am I going to be showing getting getting ready for like like I said earlier like I don't leave my house that often so it's just like I felt like I was like doing a bunch of stuff that I felt like would get people to watch my content and really it was just I was trying to follow the trends and do a bunch of stuff that wasn't me so when I started posting content that I like like ranting talking about the political state of this country talking about traveling and travel tips and giving people advice on traveling within a budget I just started enjoying 
posting again. Like it was a lot of fun. And so I just kind of took that aspect of gaining a huge following out of what I was trying to do because I feel like when you're trying to I guess build or trying to get people to follow you or trying to make money from something that's when it's no longer authentic and that's when it starts becoming more of a job than just something that's fun to do and I don't know when I start talking about things that I actually enjoy I don't know it just felt amazing and so I started seeing my following going up like I'm only at 200 followers on TikTok but like 200 followers is a big deal to me and I hope to reach a thousand followers by June but honestly I just kind of stopped worrying about trying to get thousands of followers because honestly I've seen people with a little over a thousand followers still make money still make this into a career still do what they want it to do and ultimately my goal with posting content is to build a community of really black women but really anybody who's interested who love to travel who want to make a difference in this world basically and I don't think you need millions of followers in order to make an impact I think you just need to find the right people and like a lot of the people that I've come across on TikTok talk a lot about being authentic and like how it's more important to really build a community on these social media sites than it is about the follower count um and honestly like yeah having thousands of followers isn't something that I don't want to say that I'm not striving for but it's not something that I'm like I have to do this in order to be successful I think I could be successful off of 200 followers on TikTok to be honest um that's how confident I am in myself because I just love what I talk about like I love talking about what's in pop culture I love talking about um the political state of this country I love talking about travel and I love talking about reality tv and that's what I'm gonna post on my tiktok that's what I'm gonna talk about on this podcast and those and the people who also like talking about that stuff and hearing someone else talk about that stuff they're gonna find me really even realize that therapists are also allowed to specialize in like one aspect of therapy like there are some therapists that only take on women clients there are some that only take on men there are some that only take on families or some that only take on those that have been sexually assaulted there are only some that take on people with mental health issues there are only some that that take on people who are part of the lgbtq plus community like therapists are allowed to set a boundary on who they are willing to take and the fact that these people are trying to get this woman's license taken away because they are upset at the fact that she doesn't want to take men on as a client is absolutely disgusting to not to not only see from men but to see specifically from black men trying to tear down this black woman because they don't know how to act when they're in a session with her um and like the men who are coming after her for this are proving her point as to why she doesn't want to do this anymore um and then this whole discussion about her boundaries on who she'll take on as a client has opened up a whole new door to other industries that no longer take men as patients or as clients for anything. Like I learned through this discussion that there are some women who do waxing that won't wax men because they're up there trying to get sexual with them. Like some men like see what happens in a porn and think that's going to happen in real life because they don't actually deal with women in real life. Um, something else I learned is like in the real estate um, industry, some women won't want to show a house to a man by herself. She'll leave the door wide open. She'll stand by the door and let the man walk around the house by himself 
and see the house and if he has any questions she'll he'll come to her and ask they'll even have someone there I guess as someone else to help show the house but they're actually there as protection I think one person even said that they don't show houses to men at all um and they'll get someone else on their team to do it so yeah it's just really wild oh something else um morgues some morgues won't even hire men because of how men will have sex with the dead bodies that shocked me that actually took me for that took me back uh, took me aback like i was actually very shocked that that men are having sex with dead bodies like i even found out through this whole discussion that back during ancient egypt um i guess when people would die the families would hold on to the bodies until they started decomposing and i think that's when they started that's when they sent them off to the morgue i'm not 100 percent sure that's accurate but i think that's what i read and while the, they were waiting for the bodies to decompose men the men in the family would have sex with the bodies like i'm speechless like right now like because what like even in death women can't know peace like how disgusting do you have to be how desperate do you have to be how mentally unstable do you have to be to have sex with a dead body and so i guess when the f women of the family were finding this out they would put the body in a room somewhere so men couldn't get to it and like oh like reading this thread and like some people talking about how like their own family members were um taken advantage of like that when they passed away and how like they noticed something was off with the body and later on finding out that like the um funeral home owner or the morgue person did something to the oh that just makes me sick like that makes me angry like if i ever found out someone did something like that to a family member of mine i'd fight them and i'm not a fighter but i'd punch somebody in the face because that's disgusting but like this whole discussion with the therapist has opened up a whole new door of just showing of like how men just do not respect women they don't respect them in life and they don't respect them in death and it's just absolutely disgusting to just hear and see and i just think it's even worse to hear and see like black men tearing down black women you know it's just like black women get attacked from everybody all the time but it's even worse when it's people of your own community coming for you and it's like when people post things on the internet it's like all critical thinking leaves people's brains when they read certain things and like they go to the extreme all the time it's like there's no gray area on the internet it's as if to have it's as, if, it's as if to have a gray area is illegal on the internet it's either you're either this or that you can't be both you can't be in the middle and so it's just like people lack understanding and i think they think because they're on the internet that they can hide behind the screen and that they like their words won't affect people and they won't have to like i guess have consequences for their action and it's just really sad to see black men tearing down i don't know if it's just black men but a lot of the tweets i've been seeing happen from black men just tearing down this woman because because other men have proven that they don't deserve to be in her space and so she's not going to deal with it like that's just hard and really sad to see to be honest 
But speaking of ancient men, apparently it was um, Tristan, Tristan Thompson's birthday the other day. And I think the only two people I saw post for his birthday were Chloe and Kim. Um, child, if anyone has, if anyone had ever done me nearly half as bad as what Tristan has done to Chloe, they wouldn't even know I had a baby daddy. Let alone me posting happy birthday um, to him on Instagram. And then I would be damned if my sister posted something for their birthday on Instagram talking about I love you. I slap her. I actually would. Like, how are y'all? This whole family (laughs) is a joke. But how are y'all going to sit up here on the internet and celebrate this man after he has not only cheated on Chloe a numerous amount of times, but he had a baby on her and then wasn't even going to tell her about it. She had to find out through Kim who found out, I think, through Kim's lawyer or somebody in the industry who was about to leak the information. That's how they found out. The man knew he had a baby. The baby was on the way. The baby was about to be born when Chloe found out. Try was pressuring Chloe into getting their family back together and having another baby with her. They had just, I think, put the embryo into the surrogate, so the surrogate had just gotten pregnant when Chloe found out about this baby. And you're going to sit up here on the internet and celebrate this man? And then according to Seventeen Magazine, um, Tristan wants to get give love another try by getting back together with Chloe. Like, he wants to work things out with her. And my thing is, like, why can't you give love a try with somebody else? Haven't you dragged this girl through enough with you? Like, you that desperate you want to be with her? Like, I guess because she lets him get away with murder, clearly. But it's like... Uh, look, all I know is, if Chloe were my friend and she got back together with this man, I would have to slap her. I actually would. I would be like, you and I are no longer friends. I actually have come close with my own friend, where I was like very close to ending a friendship because it's like she's constantly giving these men who have shown her nothing but disrespect chances, chance after chance after chance. And at some point, it just gets to be it's just it's just you just start to notice as a friend that like you don't love yourself enough and it's like I don't want to keep hearing about you complaining that this man is screwing you over this man is doing x y and z it's like he's been doing x y and z since the day you met him and you've been dealing with him now for how many years and you keep giving him a chance at that point you deserve everything that's coming to you with him because you have seen the way they act they have not changed they have not shown you that they have changed the little bit of change they have shown you is literally an act and if you keep putting up with this it's like sometimes you just have to be like I'm done dealing with you because I don't want to keep hearing you complain about this I don't want to keep seeing you get hurt over this and if I was Chloe's friend I'd have to cut her loose because it's like girl you don't love yourself at this point and it's like I don't want to be friends with someone who's this dilly like I don't want to deal with it and I don't want to keep wiping your tears I don't want to keep giving you pep talks I'm all pepped out this is my pep talk get back together with him and your friendship is over with and I can almost guarantee you Chloe would choose actually I think any woman in that family would choose a man especially a black man over their friends and we have seen that happen time and time again
Like, that whole situation that went down with Jordan Woods, I think was horrible to watch. The way that they dragged that girl on the internet for, I'm going to say allegedly kissing Tristan, because I don't think that's the full story. Um, But the way they dragged her for that, but kept Tristan around and keeps keeping him around. And I understand, like, he has kids with Chloe, so their, his relationship with Chloe is a lot different than Jordan's relationship with Chloe was. Like, he's always going to be around because he has kids with her. But it's like, you don't, like, you weren't dragging him like that, the way you were dragging Jordan. And you never drag him like that. You always celebrate the man after he's done you dirty, time and time again. And so, that whole family, I just kind of have looked at sideways for forever. But ever since they did that to Jordan, it's like, you're done. Like, no, you're seriously done. And, um, and yeah, it's just, whatever, child, if they do get back together, I don't want to hear nothing about it. I really don't. I don't even want to see a wedding special from them. I don't want to see nothing from them. I don't want to see a damn picture from a wedding, nothing. I don't care. I think we're all tired of it. If she wants to go get hurt, I don't care. She's not even my friend. I don't even know the woman, but I don't know. At some point, you have to love yourself. And if you're constantly putting up with someone who has shown you time and time again that they don't respect you, that's on you at this point. Like, you don't respect yourself enough, clearly. And they know that. That's why they keep getting back together with you. Like, if you're listening to this right now, and you are dealing with a man or woman or someone or non-binary or whatever and they have put you through hell for months and years and you keep giving them another chance because they keep saying I've changed or they've changed for a few months but then they go back to their old ways I'm telling you right now that you don't love yourself and you are just constantly putting up with disrespect because maybe you feel like you deserve that and you don't deserve that you deserve to be loved you deserve to be cared about and romantic love isn't the only type of love out there you do not have to put up with shitty partners because you feel like no one loves you platonic love um is an amazing love to have and if you are able to have friends in your life who love you to the ends of this earth that's probably better love than romantic love or is at least up there with it and if you have a family that loves and support you as well that love is also just as amazing as romantic love. It's even better than romantic love. So stop putting up with partners who do not love you, who do not care about you, because you feel like you are not loved. You can also love yourself as well. And loving yourself is going to trump any love that anyone in this world can give you. But stop putting up with shitty people because you're afraid to be alone or you're afraid to be lonely. You know... We will all find our tribe. We will all find our community. You just have to give yourself that space. You have to be open to meeting new people. But you have to let that person go. Because until you let that person go, your person will not be coming into your life. I can guarantee you that. Your person will not come into your life until you let that toxic energy go. And that's all I got to say. So I saw a TikTok the other day where this girl went out on a date with this guy. And when the waitress came around to ask them what they wanted to eat he ordered a burger and I think he asked the waitress like how much does it cost to add cheese to the burger and I think she said it cost like an extra three dollars 
And so the guy, the guy, the guy declined to add cheese to this burger because he didn't want to pay the extra three dollars for it. And so I think she ended up ordering um, a type of fish. And so she sat there and ate the dinner and everything. And then I guess she said at one point, like she's getting up to go to the bathroom. She grabbed her purse. She went to the waitress and said she wanted to pay for the meal. And then she left. She paid for the whole meal. And then she left the restaurant um, and texted him and said, hey, I left. You should have ordered the cheese or whatever. And so everyone on the internet is up in arms about how, like, women these days are just horrible. Some people are on the other side of, like, she's allowed to have standards. Like, this is, like, this was, like, a red flag for her. Because, like, if he's like this now, how's he going to be when, like, other expenses come up and he acts cheap then etc etc and I want to let y'all know something so I'm 27 years old so I've I've been dating now for almost 10 years which isn't that long of a time but I think throughout my different dating I guess conquests I've grown up and matured quite a bit and I will say I feel like a lot of younger women see what people are talking about on the internet and think that what they see about people talking about standards and having like this long laundry list of attributes in a partner it's kind of it's like what happens actually in real life and I'll explain that a little bit um so basically what I mean by that is that like people will write down exactly what they want in a partner. Like I've done that before. I've written down lists and lists of what I want in a partner. I've prayed about it. I've done a whole bunch of all the manifestation tricks and all that stuff. And like, but people will like nitpick on what they want in a partner. And I think a lot of times that people forget that like humans are not perfect. And so the moment they see someone do something that I would kind of call as like a human flaw or human error. They just want to cut them off. They want to be like, I'm done. No. And like, I understand like cutting someone off at the moment you see a red flag. But I think there's a difference between seeing a red flag and someone just being human. You know what I mean? And so I'm kind of on the side of this girl kind of being in the wrong for getting up and leaving this date because he didn't want to add he didn't want to pay three extra dollars for cheese on a burger um burgers at these restaurants are not cheap um some burgers can cost starting at like 15 dollars. like burgers at restaurants are expensive and splurging on three extra dollars for cheese when you could really go somewhere else and get cheese for nothing is kind of absurd to be honest um and so I think leaving a date because of something that small was a bit of a rash d- decision for her, in my opinion. Like, she did a follow-up video about where she talked about how she's a broke college student. Like, when she goes out with her friends, like, if she wants to do X, Y, and Z, she's going to pay for it. And I understand that, like, you know, I'm the kind of person, like, if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. And if someone who doesn't want to do what I want to do or pay for it want to do what I want to do it's just like okay I get it um but she also admitted like she doesn't have that much money like she's in college and she's living in New York and I don't know I think you can't have the same expectations on someone of how they're going to spend their money on what you have for yourself 
But like, it, it seemed like this guy was open to paying for the date. Like, I, like nowhere in her story did she say that this guy complained about the food that she ordered. He complained about how much things cost at this restaurant. It just seemed like he didn't want to add three more dollars to the bill. That was kind of unnecessary, to be honest. Like, he seemed like he was very open to paying for the meal. And so for her to just quickly, I guess, like, in that date because of something like that and call it a red flag, I think, was a bit unfair. Like, you're not going to find the perfect person. You're not going to find everyone that ticks every single box that you have in your list of partners. Because... You can't create the perfect human. No human is perfect. You yourself are not perfect. And you're out here searching for someone that is perfect without being perfect yourself. It's not going to work out. Like, you have to allow people to be people. And there is a difference between a red flag and how someone's going to treat you down the line versus someone just being human. And I think we have to be a little bit more open to giving people chances um, and really seeing how things are going to play out. Now, if this guy was complaining the whole date about how things cost, he was saying, I'm not paying for this. He, You know how men do that whole testing thing about pretending they didn't bring their wallet so they're going to test you to see if you'd be willing to pick up the bill and all that. Now, that I would understand, like, not when to call him back and be like, we're not going on a second date because I hate when people want to test you on whether you're going to be someone who's going to take care of them down the line, like, this ain't school, we are not doing a test, no. But I think also we just need to be more open to people when we're dating. Um, and I think also with like dating apps and finding people online has um, given people this sort of false sense that like something better is out there for you. You know, like people think that cause they can swipe right now on people or swipe left, that like if this one small minute thing about someone gives you the ick then you can just move on and find someone else who's better and I'm gonna tell you nine times out of ten there's not someone who's better unless this person's really abusive then yes there's someone that's better but like nine times out of ten like there's not someone out there who's going to be better than this person who's not willing to pay for three dollar cheese but he was willing to pay for the date and he could have ended up being like an amazing partner like you you don't know but like i don't know it's like you turn down this date with this guy and you go on a date with another guy who doesn't want to pay for your meal at all like that's kind of how dating works that's kind of how the world works like i think we just think there's always going to be someone better out there and sometimes you meet really amazing people who at the end of the day or just being human and I think we have to allow for that to happen allow people to be imperfect allow people to grow allow people to change and I think a lot of people especially younger people these days just don't want to allow that space for people to grow and change and actually prove to you like they're a decent person it's just in this moment he probably didn't want to add three dollars of cheese to a burger because like the principle of it all like I don't think I would want to do that either if I didn't feel like paying for all that you know what I'm saying like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just paying devil's advocate here or whatever, but I just think that we need to give each other more grace. We need to realize that, like, sometimes people are just being people. Sometimes people don't want to spend money like that on something like cheese. <laughs> but it doesn't make them a bad person. 
Now, if she went out on two, three more dates and they just didn't click, that makes sense. Or if it does turn out that he's very frugal and he doesn't like spending money like that and she doesn't want to date someone who's like that, which is understandable. It's like, okay, then. Like, it's not going to work out between you two. But I think judging him based off of this one thing, um, I think it's just like, well, clearly you're not looking for, like, a relationship type of thing. Because if this is, if this one thing is going to turn you off about someone, then, like, then why are you dating, you know? Give people chances, I guess, is all I have to say. Just give people chances. Um, and if they, if they do show you that, like, they they don't mesh with who you are then move on but I'm just here to tell you that like it's hard out there with dating it's hard out there to find your person and um sometimes you just have to be patient with people and if you meet someone that you like you know give them a chance and just see what happens honestly okay the last thing I want to talk about is this whole Vanderpump Rules scandal thing that happened was it last week or the week before? I feel like this happened just last week but people have been talking about it for so long that it's like it's been happening for a very long time now um, but for those of you who don't watch Vanderpump Rules on Bravo there was this couple Tom Sandoval and, Ar- and Ariana Maddox and they had been together for 10 years. They they aren't married or anything, but they've been dating for 10 years. They bought a house and everything together. Like, they've been together for a decade. And it turns out that one of the newer girls on the show, Raquel, who came on a few years ago, who was dating another cast member, James Kennedy, um, who she was engaged with, I think, last year. But then she called off the engagement right before their reunion last year. Um, it turns out that Raquel had been sleeping with Ariana's boyfriend, Tom, for about seven months now, since July of last year, I want to say, is when they started their affair. And it came out that they had been sleeping with one another because I think Ariana was at one of his, because, so Tom's in a band. And so Ariana was at one of his show, as a great girlfriend does. Um, I think she went to the bathroom, and I think she was holding his phone. And I think, I don't know if she ended up going through the phone or what she was doing, but she ended up seeing these messages from Raquel of, um, I guess, of her, like, naked, basically, sexting Tom. And so I think when the show was over, her and Tom abruptly left the venue and I don't know what went down I guess we'll see what happens later on this season but yeah and it's been a whole just a whole mess in the in the Bravo celebrity world and so I don't know that's just wild to me to think that like you could be so close to someone or know someone so well like in Raquel and Ariana's case because Raquel and Ariana were friends and like Ariana had Raquel's back um, and was like defending Raquel against some of the people in the group. She helped Raquel kind of feel acclimated in the group after her and James broke up because James was in the group and then he brought Raquel in the group because they were dating. 
And so Ariana kind of helped her like feel welcomed and you know embraced her a lot in the group because like she didn't really have any friends after the breakup. And then just to turn around and sleep with her man? Like girl what the hell is wrong with you? Like some people are that evil and that sneaky that they just have no care in the world about how they hurt other people. And like apparently Raquel, I don't know if she was like sleeping over at their house sometimes or what was going on, but like she was staying in their guest room and like Tom would go into the into the guest room and they would have sex in the house with Ariana, with Ariana in the house and like Ariana would be like asking them like what are you doing and he'd be like oh I just had to get her a glass of water and all this stuff like they were having sex in the house with her there and apparently Tom and Raquel had matching lightning bolt tat I mean necklaces and I- I'm just I'm in shock man like for someone to I guess befriend you make you feel welcomed be so kind to you when, so, when a lot of people were not kind to you and for you to just turn around and do something just this dirty to them like I, I cannot fathom me doing something like that to any of my friends I don't well I'm gay so and all my friends are straight or at least date men so none of them would ever like be interested in who I'm seeing and I'm never interested in anyone that they're seeing but like I could never fathom even being interested in someone my friends are are dating or even have broken up with like the moment you are into my friend you are no longer attractive to me like I do not care anymore but the fact like that's just wild to me that she would do that and then the Tom would do that to to Ariana as well because you've been with this girl for 10 years and like the big thing about Ariana and Tom was that like Tom wanted to get married and have kids and Ariana didn't really want that she kind of liked how things were with them just dating and so but he stayed with her and you know I was even thinking before all of this came out like a week before maybe not even a week like a few days before all of this came out I remember watching an episode thinking like Tom and Ariana are going to break up soon because they've been they've been together for 10 years they're not on the same page of what kind of future they want Tom wants kids in marriage Ariana doesn't want to be bothered with that and it's like well at some point you you can't hold Tom back from what he wants and Tom can't hold Ariana back from what she wants so I felt like they were going to be breaking up soon anyway because like they were they've been together for such a long time and then this whole scandal comes out and you know what the crazy thing is out of all of this is that Tom was not only cheating on Ariana with Raquel, but he was also cheating on Ariana and Raquel with a third girl, Julia. And like this isn't Tom's first time cheating on one of his girlfriends on the show because he used to date another girl, Kristen, on the show. And he cheated on Kristen with some other girl. And Kristen was cheating on him too, but like, um, so like Tom is a known cheater. So it's kind of not surprising from him. It's just like the fact that he was doing this with someone who's in the group, someone that Ariana is close friends with, and it's like you're just you're just a an a hole at this point. Like like that's just dirty. At like dirty, dirty man. Like I cannot imagine that. I'd be so heartbroken. I wouldn't be able to trust anybody ever again. I could not. Like 
this whole situation just goes to show that like you cannot trust a lot of people you got to be careful who's who you um, surround yourself with and if something seems off that's because it is off and if something doesn't seem right that's because it ain't right um so yeah I guess this week we just kind of saw well this week this month really we kind of saw that like men ain't shit we kind of already knew they weren't shit but they keep proving to us what we already knew um and yeah except for that guy on the date well we don't know him that well we just know we just know he didn't want to pay three dollars for the cheeseburger um but yeah y'all stay safe out there (laughs) honestly because people are so evil in this world people are so 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 evil and it's like it's already hard to trust people but it's even harder to trust people when it's like time and time again they keep showing you that they can't be trusted (laughs) so you know if you're dealing with someone who keeps cheating on you don't get back together with them you know um, if you're setting up boundaries and men get mad at you for it they were never the man that was meant to be in your life and if you have friends in your life that are sleeping with your man um, you better call the police because their ass about to get beat and yeah stay safe out there y'all well that's all I got for this episode I'm all talked out I'm tired so I might go to bed and edit this episode in the morning and hopefully I can post it later on Friday for y'all to enjoy but I hope you have a great and blessed week and yeah stay true to you bye